Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. 15 seconds. It is incredible. It's almost unbelievable. Is this a story of what good training can do? You have a shooter at Greenwood Park Mall, Greenwood, Indiana, coming out of a bathroom, kills three people in 15 seconds. But then you have a good Samaritan who is armed. Even though the mall says we're a gun-free zone, who would listen to such an absolutely barbaric concept? And this armed individual advancing on a shooter is able to stop him. He did kill the shooter in 15 seconds. It was the Greenwood police chief, Jim Ison, who came out yesterday to say, hey, I need to make a correction. During the press conference earlier in the week, said it was two minutes. Two minutes between the time uh, the shooter, whose name we don't use here, exited the restroom in the food court and started shooting until the time he was shot and killed. No, it wasn't two minutes. It was 15 seconds. The shooting started at 5.56 and 48 seconds. It was over at 5 minutes, 5.57.03. So the time was 5.56.48. It ended at 5.57.03. That's 15 seconds. And the Good Samaritan, Elijah Dickin, was able to neutralize the shooter with a semi-automatic weapon, a Glock, hit him with eight out of 10 shots at, I don't know the distance. I heard somebody say 40 yards. Eight out of 10 of a moving target in at 40 yards while advancing. As unbelievable. Now the people who regularly train and regularly shoot will tell you that's what good training can do. You know what it is you're looking for. You know what it is you're looking to do. You understand where your target is and you understand the situation. You can Now you can train all you want and you're never really fully prepared. But muscle memory works. And knowing how to engage grouping. Understanding how to, you know, when, 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 when you're pulling, well, is that because you're using the crux of your finger or you're actually using the pad of your finger? Because most people, they'll, they'll go in with the crux of their finger. That's not how you do it, because that'll pull. Therefore, missing your target. Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. It's a pleasure to be with you guys. This story, when I heard it, I, I lost my mind. Because I asked myself, Tony, you are not as trained as other people. Not by a long shot. Could you, at, let's call it 40 yards... Eight out of 10 on a moving target? I don't think I could. I'm here to tell you, I don't think I could. I will bet you cash money that distance is something that's going to be practiced in gun ranges all across the country for the next month. This as a real world example of here's what happened and here's what he did. Could you do it? Here's how he did it. Here's some techniques, etc. I don't think I could. I am, I am clear about that. 
willing to, yes, would I have been as accurate? I don't believe so. There are some who believe that Elijah Dickens should not have shot back at all. They are continuing to move down this road of he shouldn't have had a gun there, and if he could have made things much worse. This was the view. They say that a good guy with a gun can control a bad guy with a gun. Well, we saw in Uvalde that that's not true. And you saw it in Buffalo. Yes, we saw it yeah. in Buffalo. In, but we in, saw that in, it is true in, in Indiana. It was true in Indiana. Uh, that was a lucky moment. And you know what? I feel like this. If you're a good guy with a gun, you should not object to background checks or, uh, yes. or licensing or, uh, you know, a limitation on military-style weapons mm-hmm. that kill thousands at once or hundreds at once. So why can't they just pull that off? But with this Good Samaritan thing, listen, I was trained when I was at the Justice Department in firearms, and I was trained in defensive firearm training. Mm -hmm. It is very hard to hit a moving target. It is hard for people that are trained to hit a moving target. It is very lucky um, that that Good Samaritan hit that moving target in in that way. And he he had a gun permit, but he wasn't supposed to be in the mall with a gun. So he broke the law, even though he was a a, Good Samaritan. The law law of Indiana is different than the law of the mall, of Simon Malls. And I would say that takes precedence when you save a life. Well, 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 he saved a life, but... Guys, I gotta go. I, I gotta go. I'm sorry. But what if he... First, as we know from Guy Relford, his representative, uh, the uh, Elijah Dickin does indeed have in Indiana license to carry a firearm. The state of Indiana uh, now has constitutional carry. You do not need a permit of, of, of any kind. Uh, full disclosure, I have a license to carry a firearm in the state of Indiana. Uh, it is not about concealed or not concealed carry. Uh, the state of Indiana is silent on the concept of concealed. It is a license to carry a firearm. I happen to have one because I had one before constitutional carry. I also have one so I can engage in levels of reciprocity. Constitutional carry affects just the state of Indiana. You can carry a firearm. But if you wanted to bring your firearm to, let's say, Florida, you would need a licensure to have uh, that that reciprocity. That wouldn't be the case, for example, in Arizona, if I understand the, the law right, because that is also a state of constitutional carry. I believe. Please check with uh, your, your, your legal representation before listening to a radio host on that subject. My gosh, you're responsible for you. They are objecting to him having the gun in the mall. They don't look at the rule of gun-free zone and say, that's a stupid rule. That rule could have gotten a lot more people killed. Thank goodness this guy didn't listen. We should get rid of the rule. It's he broke the law by having a firearm. This disintegration of the mind is happening right in front of your eyes. You are not crazy. It is a disintegration of rational thought. Once you see that someone was able to take out, neutralize is the term I believe we use, a shooter, because they were armed, because they were trained, you realize that gun-free zones are dangerous places. And I, I get that I've had this argument with people on my social media and other places. I, I, they, to me, they will always be wrong. They can say about me what they will. They will always be wrong. And they're wrong because we've proven it. 
We discussed the fact that this good Samaritan, Elijah Dickon, was able to take out the shooter in 15 seconds. But we must, in order to understand the value of being armed and, and the Second Amendment, we must go to the other side of this. One that we cannot forget. Three people were murdered in 15 seconds. The expression is that when seconds count, police are minutes away. So how soon before police enter or confront? 30 seconds? 45 seconds? 60 seconds? Three minutes? If it's Uvalde, never? How many people are dead without Elijah Dickin there in that moment? Not listening to some regulation from Simon Mall. And just to clarify for uh, Sunday Host, and you heard one of the other hosts do a, a pretty good job of explaining it. You, you, the, the signage of gun-free zone is nothing more than recommendation. The mall could ask you to leave if you have a firearm. And then if you came back, you'd be in some level of violation. But it's not a law. And Guy Relford explains this very well, uh, his, his, his spokesperson and a Second Amendment attorney as he is. So no law was broken. But the rational mind must admit that the concept of the gun-free zone is valueless and would have led to more deaths if Elijah Dickin had listened to it. More people would be dead today. Why is that what you want? We heard this from local press in Indianapolis. We have now heard this on The View and in national press. He didn't listen to the rules. Good. Because three people were murdered, and that's three people too many. Why did you want six, nine, 12, 15? I mean, count by threes every 15 seconds. Go for it. A lot of carnage can happen in 15 seconds. A lot of opportunity exists to put an end to a problem in 15 seconds. This is where we have to focus. We must do away with the childlike nonsense of, well, we got to get rid of all the guns. Never happening. And it's the political left needs to grow up. You sound like a bunch of childlike ridiculous fools. I will call you childlike ridiculous fools. It's never going to happen. Grow up. We have to ask ourselves what is happening societally. That is leading to these attacks, leading to this violence, not only in the mass shootings, but on the streets. Or do you not give a damn when it's two black kids one at a time? If it's two black kids on the street one at a time or maybe two in a night, eh, whatever, that doesn't get any play on CNN. That doesn't get Senator Chris Murphy of Connecticut all riled up. I think it should, but it doesn't. But if it's a mass shooting, oh, you know, because three or more uh, in, in a school, in a mall, and this and that, oh, we got to pay attention. You will never get rid of all the guns, you ridiculous children. And if it sounds like I'm saying it personally or saying with a bit of intensity or, or, or I mean to be insulting, all of those things are true. 100% fact, you guys are listening to me, dang it. I told you people listen, Producer Ari. I knew it. 
I do take it personally. It's madness. I'm done with the argument. The ignorant, foolhardy, if we can be so bold, stupid argument that we're going to take all the guns. No, you're not. So stop saying it, you losers. Let's talk about something that we can do together. First, the recognition that you're not going to take any guns. You're not. The recognition that everybody in that mall was better off because Elijah Dickens was there with a firearm and he was trained. We should promote training in schools. We should also promote home ec in schools and teach people how to balance a checkbook and understand investments in schools. I mean, uh, th these are important things. This is where we should focus. Less activism, more basic skills that'll help you lead a happy life. Just, just a boy and a dream, that's all I am. Then we get into the down and dirty. What causes a 20 year old to wanna just shoot up a food court? What ca causes a 20 year old to wanna shoot up a school? What, I, I, when, I, when I was on News Nation the other day, and the, the first thing that Leland Vittert said to me is, you know, this isn't the thing you're expecting in Indianapolis. And I had to remind him, it was just a little over a year ago that we saw eight people murdered at the FedEx building. We, we, we forget so quickly. And we, and we shouldn't. Would those in the FedEx building have been better off if a co-worker had been armed? The only answer is Yes. Now, note that I'm not saying that being armed would guarantee anything, because I'm not, because I couldn't, because that would be uh, equally as stupid, if we're going to use the word for, this, for the sake of this conversation, as thinking that a gun-free zone actually saves lives. Being armed is about having the opportunity to protect and defend oneself and the ones they love and others. It's about having the opportunity, and opportunity matters. And we need to be people who support and protect the opportunity. And that opportunity is magnified with what? Training. With what? Not teaching children to be afraid of firearms, but to understand what they are and respect them. We have to change the entire thinking. And we can't rely on elected officials to do it. We have to do it. And it starts with a total dismissal of people who say we have to take the guns off the streets. They are ignorant people who are children. The guns aren't leaving. We're here. Now what? Well, Tony, to start by saying it's not possible, how can anything change? Because we've proven that the gun is not the problem. Why don't you grow up? If in the space of one food court, Someone can exist who wants to murder people and someone can exist who's carrying a firearm who wants to protect people. Clearly, it's not the gun. I've proven it. I have given you an argument that has no response other than acceptance. What's causing people to the violence? Hard conversations and ugly conversations about what exists in culture that needs to be eradicated or what is missing from culture that needs to be introduced again, reintroduced. Whether that culture is celebrity culture, whether that culture is home life, whether that culture is school, or whether it's an amalgam of the things, whether that culture is religious or a lack thereof, I don't have a good answer. Damn it, I wish I did.
I do know it's something. And maybe someone's got a better idea than me. Well, we're up for those conversations, and we want to dig into those conversations. But we're going to put an end to this ridiculousness of going after firearms or people who, uh, who train with firearms and carry firearms. Those people, they're not the enemy. They're not the problem. 15 seconds. Incredible story. I'm Tony Katz.